Hey everyone, this is Dave from An Open Letter. And this podcast is going to be a little bit different than the ones we've done in the past. This podcast is actually going to be a different, it's actually a radio show that my girlfriend Carol was on a couple days ago. The date is July 15, 2016. Uh, A couple weeks ago, I was in the city of Nice, France. And of course, now it's it's history about what happened, the, the tragedy that happened in Nice on Bastille Day. Uh, my girlfriend, Carol, was there when it happened. She was not injured, but she was a part of a study abroad program with Grand Valley State students. It's a, Grand Valley is a college here in West Michigan. So she's in France and Nice from uh, for the whole month of July. I was there for part of it, and then I went home, and she contacted me yesterday and told me that something had happened, that she was okay, but if I heard anything about an attack, I should know that she's okay and all the students were okay. And, of course, at that time, we didn't know the magnitude and how incredibly horrific this event was. Uh, At at this point, we know that there's about 84 people dead and about 50 injured. And the kids were amazingly spared in different ways, which we'll probably talk about in future podcasts. But Carol has been contacted by multiple uh, people in the media. Uh, Fox News has contacted her. NBC has contacted her. MLive has contacted her. And she was gracious enough to give some time to a radio show uh, on The Pledge, which is 1260 AM or 96.5 FM. They're on Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 in the morning. And the name of the show is The Voice of West Michigan, and it's hosted by Parker and Davis. So yesterday, Carol called in, and they interviewed her about what happened. And she's overwhelmed by a lot of this, and she doesn't really like doing the interviews but I wanted to bring it to you because I think this is such an important thing. It's such a horrible tragedy that happened. And you guys know Carol's voice, those of you who listen. And I wanted you to hear what happened. And she's going to lay that out in this show that you're going to listen to. And this morning, we have a very important report coming live from Nice, France. Professor Carol Wilson joins the conversation. Good morning, Professor Wilson. We're, we're curious, how are you this morning? Good morning. I'm doing all right. Thank you. Well, last night when the terrorist attack took place in Nice, what exactly, where were you and what were you doing? Another professor, Dan Gombeski, and I were um, having supper on the Courcelles, which is the market area next to the Promenade des Jongliers where the attacks occurred. Did you hear the commotion? I mean, did you experience some of the, the noise that was going on? Yeah, actually, it was kind of strange because we were, you know, everyone was sitting around eating, as they usually do there. And, and all of a sudden, people started rushing in through the passageway from the promenade and um, looking quite terrified, and people were carrying their children. And then they started running in from another direction, from further down the market area. We knew something was wrong, but it was hard to get anyone to talk. Nobody wanted to stop long enough to tell us, so it took a while to figure out what was happening. Carol Wilson is the director of GVSU's French Language and Culture Program. She is in France with how many students, Professor Wilson? 18 students. After you figured out what was happening, where were all of your students, and did you check on them? Yeah, well, this was the problem, because there had just been a display of fireworks on the Pomade, right where the attack occurred, and that's why there were so many people when the trap went into the crowd, and we knew that some of the students had been there to the fireworks show. We just immediately started trying to contact them all. I had text messages and emails and Facebook notes and just every way we could think of to try to reach reach them all. How long did it take to to make sure that everybody was safe? 
Yeah, a few people checked in right away, but there were some that um, could not make connection, and so there were a couple that we we didn't know about for over an hour, and that was pretty frightening. But uh, we knew a few girls were hiding in the stairwell to a restaurant, and um, someone else was in a hotel. A couple other girls were in the apartment of someone that they met, but it was pretty amazing to see how everyone was trying to help other people. Like, everyone was reaching out. There was a lot of solidarity, and people were trying to protect each other. The taxi started giving free rides to people to get them home. And Yeah, here in the United States, we're hearing reports about how people are helping each other out and taking care of each other. Were the students that were at the fireworks, did they see the actual event take place? A couple of them saw the after effects, yeah. And I'm going to assume that there's counseling that's going on with the students now. And There's been some tears, my own included, mostly just relief at all being safe. Here at the school, we're just a small group of the students at this language school, and we were speaking with the director this morning, and she was just so relieved that none of the students were missing or hurt out of the whole school. So, Professor Wilson, we're also hearing reports that you intend to stay uh, through July 24th in Nice and then move on to Paris. That's correct. You're not afraid for your students of the situation in Nice? No, you know, I'm really not. Not any more than when similar things happen in the States. We've had an awful lot of mass shootings and, and similar attacks in the in the States. And, you know, this morning, everything, life goes on. People are out in the streets. People are having, having their breakfast and in the restaurants and shops. And uh, there are a few places closed, but for the most part, it's pretty much life is normal. Because, I, you know, I think if we let fear win, that's what the terrorists want. That's a very good point. How long have you been taking students to France, and have you been going to Nice every year? This is actually my first year as a director. I was here last year for just a week getting to know the program, and um, this is the first time that I've been here with a group of students that I'm responsible for. Certainly when things like this occur, we all change our behaviors and our patterns. What sort of things will you and the students be utilizing now in terms of directed communication or just sort of directions that you're giving each other for safety's sake? Well, one of the things we were talking about this morning is that it's definitely difficult to to reach one another, and that's a problem because a lot of the students, when they're out of a Wi-Fi zone, they can't use their their cell phones. So we're going to have to find a way to work around that so that we can make sure that we can contact, contact each other immediately if necessary. Students probably have a lot of free time on a study abroad program. Do you plan to mm-hmm. restrict that a little bit, considering what's going on? No, we, we really don't. We've, we've gone over the things that they need to be careful about and how to react in situations. And They're pretty mature, and, and they're handling this well. I, I'm proud of them. Some of them were planning to make a trip to Italy for the weekend, and we're going to be talking with the director of the international program back at Grand Valley to find out if that's okay. But um, as far as they're concerned, they're ready to go. We are thanking God this morning, though, that you are safe and that all of your students are safe, and we want to continue (laughs) to wish for safety for you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. I hope the rest of your trip is very, very successful.